Hi listeners, it's Kat here from Castagast. I just wanted to take a minute outside of the show to let you know about Alter Ego Empowerment Coaching. It's time to invest in your relationship with yourself. We all have a tendency to put other people or tasks first, but in doing so, we can sometimes neglect our relationship with ourselves. Let me be your advocate and show you a kinder, gentler way to treat the most important person in your life, yourself. Alter Ego Wellness offers life coaching to help you achieve the life you desire through interactive online coaching sessions. We also offer online yoga and meditation classes. If you think Alter Ego Wellness may help you, please feel free to contact me, Catherine, at alteregowellness at outlook.com or at alteregowell on Instagram. Okay, now back to our show. Ah, damn, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see you there. I hear you, I hear you fucking just sitting there waiting to hear some death and dismay. Mm, yeah, you smell that? <clears throat> yeah, that smells like true crime. The truest of crime is all we deal with here. The, the most non-fiction, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> let's take a look at what we got on the, uh, on the docket for today's Castagast episode. We got an FBI profiler. We have a piece of shit who stutters, or a stuttering piece of shit, however you want to put it. Uh, we have a bakery that abuses its child workers. And Pocahontas. If you're thinking, finally, I was getting really tired of those woke Disney reboots. <laughs> uh, you're not you're not wrong. You're not alone. They fucking suck. What's the score on Strange World right now? I know it's not a reboot, but oh, it's like, uh, um, what is that, like 12%? Yeah, probably. Fucking Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop, god damn it. When Andor is the best thing you've put out in the last two years, like, that's pretty fucking horrendous. Fuck you, Disney, and fuck you, Bob Iger. <laughs> no, today we are talking about Robert Hansen, the Butcher Baker, which sounds fucking stupid. And he was a piece of shit. So let's learn about him. <laughs> I'm John. And I'm Kat. And this is Castagast. everyone oh, oh, oh man shit this uh, is interesting i must say we have a new recording setup we're now instead of sitting side by side we're across from each other yeah so it's more like a conversation yes yeah and an opportunity to look into each other's eyes which we really do because <laughs> we're normally sitting beside each other playing video games yeah i just realized your eyes are brown <laughs> And I'm awkward with eye contact, as you know. Yeah. I tend to look at people's mouths rather than yeah. their eyes. Yeah, yeah, and analyze their teeth and chap lips. <laughs> well, how are you today, John? Mm, shit. It's Sunday. Yeah. And uh, it's 10.47 in the a.m., so we thought, let's just get this fucker out of the way so we can start drinking and enjoy the rest of our Sunday. So we and we go. enjoy doing this, too. Mm. Yeah. We enjoy, obviously, we do this for ourselves and for our listeners. Well, it's mostly for ourselves, isn't it? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Looking at the stats, it's mostly for ourselves. 
Why don't you give us our disclaimer? All right, cue the fucking music. Put on Debussy. Hey, folks. Mmm. How's it going there? We here at Castagast have a lighter touch to true crime. We are like the Charmaine brand three-ply cotton weave toilet paper, wiping the feces off the throbbing bloody hemorrhoid of true crime on the ass of podcasts. And the reason we have to have a little bit of levity, the reason we have to have this lighter touch is because true crime sucks. There's there's no two ways about it. Rape and murder is not fun, except for the fucking rapists and murderers. But we hate them because they're pieces of shit. And if you are not interested in listening to a podcast that purposely insults and ridicules and makes fun of and belittles rapists and murderers and their shithole families that created them and all the other pieces of garbage that made their lives easier so that they can do their shithole crimes, you are, in fact, a fucking piece of garbage. And fuck off. For the rest of you, grab something nice and uh, cold that's full of alcohol, like full, like double-digit alcohol, and let's get right pissed while we get pissed off. Thank you, and good luck. Was that good enough for you? That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank I think you. of that shit on the fly. Oh, <laughs> on you the really? McFly. You cannot tell. With my fantastic editing, you cannot tell. <laughs> what do we have for for our listeners today? All right. Are you ready to get yeah, started? Yeah, let's get on with the goddamn show. Okay. Today we were talking about Robert Hansen. Oh, okay. Today Is he one of the missing Hansen brothers? He wish he was that cool. <laughs> How dare you insult Hansen? bop. <laughs> We don't have, we don't have rights. Would you, would so. you say umbop is... Umbop, uh, not umbop. Well, it depends on where you're from. The, they, I would just sing it the way they do. Oh, and it's would, mm. Okay, but would you say that scat? Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> pop scat. Pop scat. <laughs> scat pop. Speaking of scat, let's get into the story. Robert Christian Hansen was born February 15th, 1939 in Esterville, Iowa. 1939? Let's see what the board says. Do, 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 do. Oh, fuck alert. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> His family moved to California in 1942, but they stayed only for a brief time before they returned back to Iowa, settling down in Pocahontas. In Pocahontas, Iowa. Oh. (laughs) Not settling into Pocahontas. Because like John Smith had already (laughs) Had already claimed that. Or not claimed. I claimed this land. I didn't mean claimed. These large tracts of land. (laughs) His Danish father and American mother owned a bakery in town. Okay. Robert's father was known to be very strict and would make Robert work long hours at the family's bakery. On top of having a strict father, Robert was also a bit of a loner. He was a shy boy who had a stutter that developed from being forced to use his right hand at the bakery despite being left-handed, and also had acne that left him permanently scarred. Sadly, Robert was bullied because of these things, and girls weren't very interested in him. Oh, that sucks. Robert developed a love for game hunting during his time alone as a youth. He took his... Yeah. He took his anger out against the bullying and his family in the stalking of animals. He enjoyed the thrill of the hunt. 
1957, Robert had graduated from high school and joined the U.S. Army. He was trained and very skilled in marksmanship. Oh, he was good with a gun. <laughs> good with a gun. And would even volunteer his time as an assistant drill sergeant at the local police academy in Pocahontas, Iowa. I didn't even know there was... I, it may, I guess it makes sense that there would be assistant drill sergeants. Mm-hmm. I just think of the drill sergeant from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And it's or, like, can you imagine his assistant? Or like, um, uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, that guy was great. <laughs> he was good. Can you imagine the two of those in the same room? That'd be like a lot of abuse. Yeah. Despite his troubles with women, Robert met a woman and the couple married in 1960. However, very shortly after, Robert and other staff members from the bakery have burned down a school bus garage. What? What? Yeah. Robert's accomplice confessed to the crime, which resulted in Robert getting arrested and sentenced to three years in prison. His wife filed for divorce. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Like that right away? I'm sure that would be enough to... If I burned down a school bus garage, would you would you divorce me? Yes. But, like, there's no kids in it. <laughs> okay. 20 months into his sentence, Robert was released from prison, and he met and married another woman. The couple left Iowa in 1967 and moved to Anchorage, Alaska. Oh boy, Anchorage. There's no crime there. While there, he and his wife welcomed two children and opened up a bakery. People considered him very friendly and he seemed to be well-liked in the community. Robert continued with his hunting hobby and broke many of the local hunting records. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say laws, <laughs> records. Got the biggest steer. Look at that there, that 26-pointer. One December day in 1971, Robert found himself in trouble with the law again as he was arrested for abduction and attempted rape. Oh. Yes, that, escalated. Pretty, yeah, well, Jesus, you think you'd break a few hunting <laughs> laws first. A local housewife was attacked by Robert. She remains unidentified. He was also arrested for the rape of a sex worker. Robert took a plea deal for the rape of the sex worker and pleaded guilty for the assault with a deadly weapon on the housewife. What a fucking asshole. He was sentenced to five years, but was released into a halfway house on a work program after six months. What? Like, he raped people. Yeah. Like, fuck that. In 1976, he was charged with larceny for the theft of a chainsaw. He was sentenced to five five years for the chainsaw and had to undergo treatment for his bipolar. That's fucking So he didn't stupid. have to face out for the rape of two women and assault, but you steal a chainsaw in Alaska. Well, hold on now. Now, that was a DeWalt, right? That was an expensive piece of machinery. How about we ask him? Are Alaskan you... Southern? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know an Alaskan accent. I'm trying to like think of Sarah Palin in my head. Yeah. Oh, don't you know? She kind of sounded oh, like... Did, did she's, she have a Minnesotan? She kind of sounded like she came out of Fargo. Yeah. After, I think people need to be asking, what the fuck did he want that chainsaw for? Yeah. After his release on June 13th, 1983, Robert met Cindy Paulson, a 17-year-old sex worker. After getting inside his car, Robert kidnapped her at gunpoint. He took her to his home and held her there against her will. Oh, for fuck's sake. She was raped and tortured by Robert. He had her chained by the neck to a post in the basement. He eventually took her back outside and took her to the Merrillfield Airport, where he said they were going to go to his cabin, which was a small shack that could only be accessed by plane or boat. Oh my God. Jeez, that's remote. Cindy was naked and handcuffed in his car. 
But once he was loading the cockpit of his airplane, she saw her opportunity to escape. She took off running down towards 6th Avenue. Robert saw her and took off after her, but she made it to the road before him and was able to flag down a truck. Oh my god, shit. He took her to the local motel where she lived and the police were called. She was able to describe Robert perfectly, right down to his stutter. When police questioned him, he said that he had met with Cindy, but she was trying to set him up, that nothing went on. Oh yeah, this is how you set someone up, running down a fucking road naked. He did have a strong alibi with two of his friends saying they were with him, so the police let him go. Oh, that is so fucking ridiculous. This guy has a fucking rap sheet. Like, holy cow, what useless fucking assholes. During this time, Detective Glenn Floth was investigating the potential of a serial killer as several bodies were turning up around the areas of Seward, Mantanuska, Sestina Valley. I probably butchered that. Sestina Valley. And Anchorage. An unidentified woman dubbed Eglutna Annie had been discovered on Eglutna Road by a construction worker. Joanna Messina was found in a gravel pit and 23-year-old Sherry Morrow was discovered in the Nick River. She was buried in a shallow grave. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Detective Floth requested assistance from the FBI. They had connected him with a criminal profiler, and they nailed it. The profiler narrowed down that the perpetrator has low self-esteem, likely took souvenirs from his victims, was rejected from women, and could have a stutter. Oh my goodness, that's Can you believe on. that? What is this, Hannibal Lecter gave this profile? <laughs> this profile... Paired with the testimony from Cindy, the detectives zeroed their attention in on Robert. Oh, now you're going to actually fucking do something, The dete- useless fucking idiots. The detectives turned their attention back to the friends who gave Robert his alibi the night Cindy was attacked, and the two friends both confessed that they had lied and that Robert was not with them that night. This is so pathetic. Like, all they had to do was ask twice, and they would have got the fucking info. Like, how fucking lazy are you? Detectives brought Robert in to be questioned, but while they did that, they also obtained search warrants for all of his property, his plane, his house, and cars. When they arrived at Robert's house, detectives found guns, jewelry that was taken from the victims, and their IDs. They also found a map that was filled with 37 X marked areas throughout the map that was hidden behind his headboard. Oh, my goodness. So 37 X marks the spots. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And it was and, hidden. And the, and the fucking, like, trophies. Mm-hmm. Like, the pro- the profiler had it dead on. I would love to know how what the education I have a profiler book, I have would a, be. I have a book called The Profiler. I haven't read it yet, but it's it's it talks about. <laughs> it's actually about like a secretary no, who was very it, professional with her filing. No, she it's was really not. great at record retention. Her name was Judy. All right, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> the detectives tested the two two three Ruger Mini fourteen that was found in Richard's home with the shell cases that were found with the three other bodies that turned up, and they were a match. Detectives presented all of this evidence to Robert, who, of course, tried denying everything, but he eventually cracked. Robert confessed that he started his spree in 1971. Holy fuck. He typically went after sex workers and would kidnap them after they got in his car. He would then get them in his bush plane and would rape and torture them at his cabin. If any of the women did not submit to him, he would make them strip off their clothes and then he would set them loose in the deep wilderness where he would then begin hunting them. Oh my fucking God. Are you serious? Yeah, so he like... That is so fucked. Got off on hunting them in, in the wilderness. What a piece of fucking garbage. 
He would hunt these women and take their jewelry as souvenirs after killing them. The marked spots on the maps were the victims' burial sites. Despite taking detectives to 17 grave sites, he only pleaded guilty to four of the 17 to 21 victims he had had. He was sentenced to 461 years in prison without any possibility of parole. What, what was his reasoning for only? It it being didn't say. Yeah, it didn't say. Even though he had he took them to 17 grave sites, he only com- pleaded guilty to four of the 17 to 21 victims. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah so he was sentenced uh, to 461 years without p- the possibility of parole. Oh, he, just kill him. He died on August 21st, 2014, at the age of 75. His cause of death was listed as natural causes due to the lingering health issues he had. Robert Hansen murdered these women because he had a vicious hate for women due to his lack of love or attention from girls as his youth. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What a fucking crybaby. He wanted to seek revenge on all women. His known victims are Celia Van Zenten, Megan Emmerich, Mary Phil, Eklunta Annie, Joanna Messina, Roxanne Eastland, Lisa Futrell, Sherry Morrow, Andrea Alchiri, Sue Luna, Robin Pelkey, Delyn Frey, Paula Golding, Cindy Paulson, Malai Larson, Teresa Watson, Angela Federn, and Tamara Pedersen. Fuck, God, what a list. Yeah. These poor women. And so he was dubbed the Butcher Baker. That's what he was dubbed. The Butcher Baker. Yeah. What fucking genius wrote yeah, that? I know. That, but that's what he that's his moniker oh that's so fucking it made stupid. me think of that horror movie watched the butcher baker candlestick maker no no but that wasn't the yeah butcher baker something maker yeah yeah on joe bob yeah. but this is uh that's a piece of shit yeah so that's robert and like he was an uh, ugly fuck yeah those are his victims oh, for fuck's and that was the map that was found wow. behind his headboard but he just hated all women he, he with looked- how but like he had women he married one woman but lost her when he decided to burn down a garage yeah so she divorced him it had nothing to do with his appearance she just left him then he had another wife and two children but he just decided to rape or attempt to rape a housewife and raped a sex worker like your actions is what caused you to lose women like yeah he was probably teased as a youth for having a stutter and acne because who wasn't when they had those things? Well, and it, and it being the 50s. Mm-hmm. Though, in all honesty, he looks like the kind of guy who has like a belt for his socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, a, a little garter. Yeah, he like, looks like the kind of guy who like walks around his house with like his like black socks on with the belts. Yeah, and, and like, shorts it, it, and like it, boxers. Yeah, in boxer yeah. shorts and a wife beater. Yeah. You know, and he always has like a screwdriver in his fucking hand. Yeah. That he uses to pick his and fucking he, teeth and fix his fucking stupid glasses. He has a lanyard for his glasses. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when he takes them <laughs> off, they just hang around his neck. Yeah, yeah. He looks like the kind of guy who like moans his own name when he jerks off. Ew. While he like sucks on his bottom. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's gross. <laughs> you know, like he's missing his mother. The visual of that. He looks like the kind of guy who has, like, streaks in his underwear. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, I don't know about that. He's probably, like, a one of those neat freaks. He yeah. looks like one of those particular 
neat freaks where he, he gets home and when he takes off his pants he like folds them so the crease oh my god and is, his sock drawer yeah, is arranged exactly. by color and like if he's gonna wear the pants again they like you know hang appropriately on the back of a chair you know he probably is like one of those fucking pieces of shit who cares way too much about their goddamn lawn yeah that it, like, it all has to be a certain level, you know? And he shits on other people. The leaves from your fucking tree are on my fucking yeah. lawn. Why don't you do your raking? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like a piece of garbage like that, right? I never would rake. I don't fucking rake my leaves. I know you don't. I wouldn't fucking rake them. Especially if my neighbor was pissed off blaming my tree. I'm like, I didn't plant that tree, you stupid fuck. In case you can't tell, there's some personal <laughs> uh, emotions bubbling to the surface <laughs> oh, here. All right. Like, I'm glad he's dead. What's the point of giving someone fucking 400 years? Yeah. Every fucking asshole along the way fucked up with putting him away. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have been in jail way before this crap. Yeah. Oh, we'll give him like fucking six months for raping someone. Like, fuck all this. For five years. And he served the five years for the chainsaw. Oh, like, it's just honestly so fucking disgusting. Just makes you think, like, what... What did they think of women in that time, specifically sex workers? Okay, we'll give them five years, but let them out in six months. But you steal a chainsaw and you have to serve from day one your whole five years. They obviously looked down on women in that profession. Yeah. When you think about, like, how lazy they could have been at that time as well. Yeah. Just like, they only had to ask his friends twice. All right, you said he was with you. Now, are you sure he was with you? Well, actually, he wasn't yeah. with us. Like, how fucking lazy are you that you got to get an FBI profiler? Thank God for Detective Floth, though. Like, yeah. he's the one like that made the connection. The other, the the other cops that put him away for the the attempted rape and the chainsaw stealing, and like that wasn't Detective Floth. He's the one that was like, okay, we have three bodies that have just turned up here. I need, we need to figure this out. Yeah, I think credit where credits due. Mm-hmm. It's just, it pisses me off. I feel like there's so many jobs where you can just phone it in. Don't, 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 don't be a, a fucking cop if you're not going to fucking do your goddamn job. They do talk a lot. And I know we've covered this lightly in previous episodes, but they do talk about like cops and 911 dispatchers just getting desensitized to the job. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course that's going to happen. Sadly, sadly so. Mm-hmm. You know? Shall we uh, read some Dylan? Forget fucking Dylan McDermott. Forget him. That's it. We've had enough. It's been, it's been like thirty episodes since we started since we started doing it. So let's uh, let's now move our attention to Robert Wool, the uh, the legendary, the immortal Robert Wool, the rich. You know why they're so odd? Because they can afford to be. <laughs> I don't think they're odd. I think they're just assholes. That was that Most, was yeah. That was There are definitely you know there's definitely a selection of rich people who act like weirdos. But all the things that we're watching right now, the Balenciaga. Oh my gosh. Know, everything that's going on in the world, I'm finding that the wealthy are not so much odd as satanic. Yeah. And trying to destroy us all. And going after the children. Yeah, yeah. The rich seem to be... The world's elites seem to be uh, into fucking children. So, that's a thing. That, yeah. But, you know, you could say that's odd. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you, Robert Wall. We'll catch you for the next one. How many do we have on this? A to Z quotes, Robert Wall. We got one, two, two. Well, brainy, so we brainy we only got two. Brainy only... quotes might have more. Yeah, well, that's fine. If we only get two, Robert Wall, that's all right. Feel free to comment on cast underscore aghast on Instagram. Any uh, suggestions? Yeah, let, let us know who you want to hear quotes from at the end of a, a story about rape and murder. Let us know. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy. Bless your hearts. Take care. Bye-bye now. You can check us out on YouTube at Catum Concoction. That's C-A-T-A-M-C-O-N-C-O-C-T-I-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> and on Instagram at cast underscore aghast. Remember, there's a silent H. <laughs> <laughs>